You are Locked On SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome into Locked On SEC. Great to have you guys along on today's show. First day of SEC Media Days here from Hoover, Alabama. A lot to unpack as Greg Sankey met with the media, as well as Florida, LSU, and South Carolina. We're going to catch up with LSU head coach Ed Ogeron as the LSU Tigers look to bounce back this season from somewhat disappointing year last year. We'll also sit down with South Carolina tight end Nick Muse, and we'll catch up with Florida linebacker Ventrell Miller as the Gator defense hopes to be much better this season. I'm Chris Gordy. Be sure to follow Locked on SEC for free wherever you get your podcasts. Get the latest episode of the show as soon as it comes out each and every day. And a quick reminder to check out the NBA Draft Show with Chad Ford, Locked on NBA Draft host Raphael Barlow, and Locked on NBA host John Corrales. They will be live this year covering the NBA Draft. It's coming up next Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central. So make sure to subscribe to Locked on NBA Draft. All right, let's jump into it. Let's go around the conference. Boots out to the right. Throws Around the conference. All right, we start with SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey talking with the media at SEC Media Days, and Greg Sankey starts saying times they are changing. March 12, 2020, the last time I stood in front of a room of reporters. I recall that day because we had to do the unimaginable in the Southeastern Conference. We stopped everything. No more games in our men's basketball tournament. No baseball games, no softball games, no tennis matches, golf tournaments, track and field meets. No national championships would be played for the rest of that year. It's a reminder that not only do the times change, but the times change quickly. Sankey also talked about uh, we realized how much we love college football with what we had to endure last year. Of college football and the reality of an abbreviated season with limited attendance made us all realize how much we appreciate college football, what it means across our nation, but most importantly I think we saw what it means to the young people who participate in the game of college football. Lastly, Greg Sankey saying that any games that are canceled this year due to COVID issues or whatever will not be rescheduled. We still have roster minimums that exist, just like last year. What I've identified for consideration among our membership is we remove those roster minimums and you're expected to play as scheduled. That means your team needs to be healthy to compete. And if not, that game won't be rescheduled. And thus, to dispose of the game, the forfeit word comes up at this point. That's not a policy, and what you see are the bookends now for decision-making. Let's get to some of the coaches and what they had to say at the podium. Of course, with Florida, LSU, and South Carolina hitting the podium, here was Dan Mullen talking about being excited to pack the swamp once again. 
was a hard year for everybody. But now as you start to see these different sporting events, uh, you look at uh, things that are going on with the, uh, you know, with, with the Lightning winning the, the Stanley Cup and the energy in the stadium, and you realize how much you miss that. Even getting to watch the College World Series in, in Omaha, you know, seeing, seeing basically the entire state of Mississippi move to Omaha uh, to cheer on Mississippi State and have them uh, win that national championship uh, for the Southeastern Conference and, and for Mississippi State and people of Mississippi uh, winning that national championship was amazing. And, but that energy in the stadium, uh, those are things that, that we really missed. And I can't wait uh, for that opening night in the swamp to, and feel that energy and excitement of, uh, of our fans and everybody coming out to see us, see us come play again. One more from Dan Mullen talking about his quarterback, Emory Jones, replacing Kyle Trask. If you know me with quarterbacks, I have very, very high expectations of my quarterbacks. So uh, my expectations are extremely high. I think, uh, you know, when it goes back to recruiting, when I got hired at Florida, uh, I said I had a, a, a message that Emory sent me. And, you know, I just sent him a text. He was committed to another school at the time. I sent a text and he says, Coach, I think when this shakes out, I'll be ready. I want to be your quarterback. And then if you look at his progression, I mean, he came in as a very celebrated high school player, highly ranked player. Um, and I think for, for a couple of years now, he's learned, he's grown, he's developed. He's a completely different player he was when he walked in and his understanding of the game. About here from LSU head coach Ed Ogeron talking about his quarterback battle. So you only can play one quarterback, right? So there's an open competition and stick intact. One day I can see Miles doing better. One day I see Max doing better. Uh, no one has pulled ahead of the other one. Uh, in my opinion, they're starting dead even going into camp. It's going to be a tight race. And lastly, South Carolina head coach Shane Beamer's talking expectations for his team this year. I love the players we have in the program. I love the way that they're working right now. Uh, I set it up there earlier. My dad used to always say as a head coach, if you're good in the kicking game and you're good on the O-line and D-line, you got a chance to be successful. We are. I like our young talent. I like the way that we've improved this team. We did have some roster issues when I got hired. I feel like we've attacked those and improved, improved those uh, uh, since I got hired. And I'm looking forward to getting out there and competing and being the very best team that we possibly can be uh, this season. All right, there you have it. That is around the conference. When we return, LSU head coach Ed Ogeron going to sit down with us. That's next. Quick minute here for our friends over at Built Bar. We tell you guys all the time it is the best-tasting protein bar out there, and they've got a million different delicious flavors. Coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie. There's literally something for everyone. The mint brownie is my personal favorite. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of their nine flavors. And not only are they the best tasting, they are healthy as well. You can check them out. 17 to 18 grams of protein packed into each one. Calories ranging from 130 to 180. Only four, four and a half or four to five grams of sugar, four, four to five grams net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty and all healthy. Built Bar It's also the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Go to Built. Com. Use our promo code LOCKED15, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5. You get 15% off your order. Use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. They shortened the website to make it even easier for you. BuiltBar.com will also take you there. But Built.com, very easy to go to, very easy to find, and awesome to taste. You need to try them today. Built Bar. Always good to catch up with the one and only Coach Ed Ogeron, head coach of your LSU Fighting Tigers. Coach, good to see you, man. It's been a while. Good to be here, man. SEC Media Day is excitement in the air. I miss your face, man. It's been two years since 
the last time I saw you was in the Superdome. I was in the locker room, and you were all excited and holding up a championship <laughs> trophy and all that. But, yeah, this, this last year, not very fun, right? You know, we got to adjust. You know, uh, we made some mistakes. Uh, we didn't get the job done. I am completely in charge of all of it. Got to get it fixed. Let me start with recruiting. How difficult was it for you this past year having to do Zooms and yeah. calls and not being able to hit the road like you, you like? Know, think about it. It was different. It was different not going out. I wanted to be out in the road recruiting, but we ended up with the third-ranked recruiting <laughs> class in the country, so we did well. something well. Yeah. Right. <laughs> How much did you miss uh, mom and dad's home cooking in some of these rooms? You know, and, you know, you didn't get to know the recruits like you wanted to. And a lot of times they would come on visits. Is the first time I met them, and that was kind of awkward. It had to be fun to finally, these last couple of weeks, get kids on campus, be able to recruit again and yes. man, start to see some of these talented kids. I know you all have had some camps with tons and tons of kids yes. now. You know, all our camps have doubled in size because of COVID, and guys are getting out. And then to have all of our unofficial visits, official visits, we had a great uh, month of June. Well, we're going to have a, a big junior day at the end of July. And then, again, it looks like recruiting is going to vamp up just the way it's been. So we're looking forward to having a great class. This is a great year in Louisiana. It's got to be yeah. fun to just see some of the talent out there. So much high school yeah. talent. No, so much. And, we, we, you know, we're going to get four or five a year maybe. That's going to be great players. We have Austin Deckless here yeah. uh, from Houston, Texas. He's going to uh, set the record for most games played by any LSU player. Wow. What a tremendous representation. I asked him if he wanted to come back for sixth or seventh year. He said he didn't think so, <laughs> but uh, we'll see if he wants to stick around. Uh, you make some changes on the coaching staff. Never easy, but it's it's fun. It's fun to bring in some new faces. Yeah. Obviously, you got to develop that chemistry, but, man, it's got to be exciting to have a lot of fresh faces in you there. Know, new blood, man. New blood is good. Change is good. You know, I brought in Jake Peach and DJ Mangus to put in Joe Brady's office, and we kind of veered off a little bit. But the biggest adjustment we needed to make is on defense. I think Durante Jones, you know, we had a lot of busted coverages. We had a lot of, you know, we just very, weren't very good on defense. And I think that the back end had to be simplified, play more zone, and Durante is willing to do that. Yeah, I think that's what's so fun is you look at all these, you know, the preseason stuff and all that. But, man, you got so much talent. And it, you look at it and go, man, what went wrong? Was it scheme? Was it this or that? But you know you got the talent. Now it's just oh, yeah. about putting those guys in the right position. Putting it together and have the leadership. Have, have them uh, all pull on the same side of the rope. One team, one heartbeat. Think about this. Of the new coaches we hired, the average age went down 20 years. Wow. They're a lot younger. They can communicate with our players. I'm excited about it. I feel like I don't even have to ask this, but your excitement level to get back to a packed Tiger Stadium again. Man, I can't wait. <laughs> I missed that last year. You know, I feed off of the energy. Yeah. I feed off of the energy of the Tiger Walk. I know our players do. Yeah. And, uh, and, and any any stadium, I, I feed off of the energy. When we go to away stadiums, I want it packed, man. Let's go. Bring it your best shot. Here we go. In the, in the game, too. I mean, when a game, big moment in Tiger Stadium, the, the crowd feeds the oh, team. Feeds, feeds the team. It gives us energy. There's momentum. You can feel momentum. Sometimes you couldn't feel momentum. And especially when it's going your way, you want it to, to be the crowd to get you over the top. What did you miss most in the last year of just the not the, the outside of the normalcy? What did you miss most? You know, that's going out on the road recruiting. You know, going out and see see people watch guys play and be able to be free and do things and have people coming over to campus you start the season off in a familiar place los angeles where you've spent a lot of time coaching there how exciting is that going to be to go up against a really good ucla team? yeah i'm excited i'm excited to take the team to the rose bowl excited to take the team to los angeles but here's the thing the focus is going to beat ucla yeah it's not going to los angeles it's not going sightseeing
Yeah, might have some USC fans there rooting you on while you're no, there. No question. <laughs> a couple of them asked me for tickets already. <laughs> uh, looking at the schedule overall, it's fun to get. Obviously, look, SEC schedule, it was what it was, but nice to get some non-conference games back. Sure, we'll get to play my son, Cody. Yeah. Second game, man, starting quarterback, <laughs> knee, back knee stake, Frank Wilson, one of my best friends. So, hey, we have to play some Louisiana schools, get back to some normal Now, what will you do? That Will you cut off communication with him that week, or what's that going to be like? Never. He's my kid. Never. <laughs> Cody's my kid. We text three or four times a day. <laughs> I just wonder from a from a competitive yeah, standpoint. Uh, okay. Family. <laughs> I love it. Coach, always good to see you, man. Best always of luck. Good to see you. I love it, man. Go Tigers. Absolutely. Coach Edo's run. <laughs> bet online still the fastest and easiest way for you to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season, of course, back underway with the All-Star break. NBA Finals may be coming to an end, but we got at least one more, maybe two more games that you can get in the action. And, of course, college football and the NFL right around the corner. College football futures, win totals, all that's up for you right now at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs at Bet Online. Before the next game, head on over there on your laptop, your mobile device, whatever you use. Get all their great sporting news and they feature sign-up bonuses. If you head to their website right now, sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's 5-0 when you use our promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. It's your chance to get into the action tonight over at BetOnline. Remember, BetOnline, they are your online sportsbook experts. Talking with South Carolina tight end Nick Muse, and you're going through the the whole thing of SEC media days and all this. And man, it's it's got to be a lot of fun because we missed out on this last year. We didn't get to experience this, but only bring, being able to bring two players this year, not three. Coach Beamer must have had to think really long and hard about who to bring. Says something that he picked you and wanted you to be representative for the Gamecocks here. Oh yes, sir. Uh, I'm very appreciative that he did. Uh, Coach Beamer is a great guy. So when he reached out to me, I knew that. Uh, you know, he has my respect, and I have his respect. So uh, it's good that he picked me, and I'm glad I'm here. <laughs> he's doing a good job, but he's hitting the recruiting trail already, killing it. A lot of alums have come out and spoken so highly. They're so excited about him being back. What is it about Coach Beamer? I mean, just all the former players just seem to love this guy. Um, he's, he's a ball of energy, uh, very respectable man. Um, you know, he's compassion for the team and for the program is second to none, and uh, he's, he's really enjoying what he's doing. Um, very competitive. Uh, I had workouts. I was telling everybody I had workouts at 7 a.m. this morning. Oh, gosh. And when I, when I get in the building at 6, 6.15, 6 o'clock, and then I walk outside, he was doing the workout that we're about to do two hours afterwards. Wow. So just, you know, this is first SEC media day, and, <laughs> you know, he's the, the big-time coach everyone wants to talk to, and knowing that he's going out there working at 6, 8, 6.30, 6.15, and, you know, he's basically out working some of the players. So it's like, you know, just, just how much he has, uh, you know, grit and, you know, his attitude to win and competitiveness is just – it's second to none. So The NFL draft just, just came and went, and a couple of uh, South Carolina guys heard their names called, and obviously they won't be with you guys anymore, but has to, you have to be excited and happy for those guys. Guys, you went up against a practice like J.C. Horn, like Izzy Muguamu, that both those guys heading off to the next level. Uh, yeah, th- those two guys are, I mean, they're best friends with each other, and they're, they're very dominant in what they do. Uh, both of them were shut down corners for us. Uh, you know, you always felt safe when a ball was thrown towards uh, J.C. Izzy's way. But, uh, you know, they're, they're going, making their money and uh, doing what they do in Dallas and, you know, at the Panthers. So good for both of them. And, uh, you know, I have, I have a tremendous amount of respect for both of them for, uh, you know, coming to South Carolina and what, what they did while they were here with the program. But, uh, you know, 
time, times change, and you know, new, just like next year, I'm not going to be here anymore. So yeah. you know, new people are coming in, new people are leaving. So uh, you know, uh, we got to we got to have some people that can uh, step up and fill their roles. And I think uh, Cam Smith is doing a, a heck of a job with that. And uh, he's going to be one of those guys where you know he's going to be thinking, should I come back for a fourth year or should I go to the league? Because he's going to have a tremendous year and. Uh, the way he's been competing and battling, he's he's definitely going to do some right things for us. So you're the old man on your roster, coming back as a fifth-year guy, right? Yes, sir. A little COVID senior. I never really redshirted, but the COVID year gave me an extra chance because uh, I felt I was going to go late day three, somewhere around the sixth round. And, uh, you know, everybody, all the NFL draft scouts and all this and that, they told me, uh, where are you at on special teams? And uh, I was coming off of a torn ACL, so I came came – Came in the game uh, two months early. I came at seven months, which I was still, you know, cleared to go. But, you know, seven months isn't the same as nine months of recovery for an ACL surgery. So I didn't really play much special teams last year. So I feel like this year will definitely be a lot of help, you know, towards the, the program and winning and towards me uh, making a little bit more money. So Now, you started your career at William & Mary. I got to think it's a little bit different caliber football going from William & Mary to the SEC, right? Oh, yes, sir, 100%. Um, <laughs> you know, you still play some good teams like uh, JMU, who competes with just about every sure. FBS team they play. But, you know, going from 12,000, 15,000 to 85,000 and not being able to hear the own play call, is uh, it's a little different. Even uh, last year with COVID year, it's, it's still, uh, you know, the, the fans and stuff are more impactful than uh, an FCS ball, so... How you doing, Coach? Coach O stopping by to shake uh, Nick Muse's hand as he uh, walks his by. Walks by. That's what I love about Coach O. He loves and respects every opponent at like every other school. When I was uh, in the transfer portal, that, that when that man gave me the call, uh, <laughs> I talk about chill bumps going down my arms. That, that thought that, about it. Uh, they were definitely number two, and they were they were very close number two. Wow. Um, I just felt like uh, staying near home where my family and friends can come talk to me and watch me, and uh, yeah. you know, a, a two-hour car ride. And staying, and then you know, getting home before midnight compared to a, a six six hour flight or whatever the case may be, four hour flight. Uh, that definitely has some perspective on you know your family and helping them come to the games and stuff. But yeah, Coach O is a very very respectable guy, and uh, I had some uh, some people from William and Mary that went to uh, LSU. Uh, Joe Brady, if you've ever heard of him, yeah, I, sure. I know you definitely have. He played at William and Mary. And then he was the offense coordinator there. And then uh, DJ Mangus yeah. was under Joe Brady, and now they're both at the Panthers. So. You know, he, he knows how to coach and a very respectable guy. So, can't well, go wrong with Coach O. Well, luckily, uh, you guys don't play them this year, so you don't have to face uh, – don't have to worry about facing LSU. But uh, what's it going to be like? You guys faced the full SEC slate last year. You get the non-conference games back. Obviously, you get the big one against Clemson back. But is it fun to get those non-conference games back and, you know, at least play a full schedule now? Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, I'm trying to – I think I need uh, – this, this is just an individual stat. I think I need like 54, 55 uh, catches to be the leading Gamecocks tight end in history. Wow. Which is, you know, passing Hayden Hurst and Jared Cook. I could sure. be a little wrong, but that's what I've been told. So we'll see. But, um, you know, having a full schedule will definitely help that. And because uh, I've already – I've missed two years from being at William Mary, and then I missed half a season with an ACL injury and four games that they took away from COVID year. Yeah. So it's like – you know, I basically missed three and a half seasons here, and I still have a chance to compete to be, you know, one of one of the best that ever came through here. Where, you know, South Carolina is kind of known as tight end university because I think we have five or six that are in the NFL right now. Yeah, so they're it's all, like they're all doing pretty well for themselves, no doubt. Uh, receivers too. Receivers are, are from South Carolina yes, sir, doing 100%. really well. Um, talking with Nick Muse, talk a little bit about the quarterback spot. You lose Colin Hill, but Luke Doty kind of takes over at the end of last year. We've heard some good things about Luke. What do you like about Luke as a quarterback? 
well, I like him as a quarterback and as a friend. He's uh, my best friend on the team. He's somebody that I hang around with probably six or seven hours a day. Uh, I don't think we ever get tired of each other, even if sometimes I do want to punch him. But, uh, <laughs> you know, he, he's a good guy. He's he's very competitive. If uh, anybody in the if anybody in the world works harder than me, it's going to be Luke Doty. So, uh, you know, knowing that and seeing that, like, he, he could make the worst mistakes on the field. I'm still going to have a tremendous amount of respect. And, you know, I'm still going to play 100% for him because just how he does things. And, uh, you know, he wants to be the best. He don't want to be he don't want to be second to none. So, seeing that come off of him and all the fire he has in his body and the energy and competitiveness he has, it's it's amazing to see. Especially somebody who comes in here that young and yeah. getting a chance to play, you know, SC football and to be the 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 head gunman on offense as a quarterback. So, you know, he he took the role pretty well. And uh, you know, there's still some there's some, there's some other quarterbacks who have a chance to you know compete with him, but. You know, if the season started today, it'd definitely be Luke Doty uh, QB1, but the season don't start today. So we'll see in 45, 46 days. Well, you don't have to answer this, but I would think in the back of your mind he's your favorite to win it because I'm just looking at the Georgia game late in the year. Luke oh, yeah. Doty, a quarterback, 190 passing yards, 131 of them went to you. Yes, sir. Uh, and a touchdown. I told him if you're ever in danger or anything, just look at me. I'll probably be open. <laughs> so, uh, you know, and, and if you don't throw it to me, then that's your issue. So I, I, I told him uh, – you know, I'm going to be there for him through the thick and thin, and you know he trusts me that game, and that's that's something that we uh, we talk about to this day. So now I think a lot of Gamecock fans are excited about this backfield. I loved watching Kevin Harris run the ball last year. I mean, it it, it wasn't like a fluke or anything. Like this guy led the SEC in rushing, runs hard. I mean, fights off tackles and all that. And you guys get Marshawn Lloyd back now after the, the red shirt year last year. I mean, this backfield is going to be something serious. Oh yeah, um, what you've seen in Kevin Harris, uh, Marshawn has a, the same chance to to be that good. So uh, you know they're both very stout, short guys, but they they run four fours. Uh, they're 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 thick. They're you know they got the Saquon legs. So uh, you know they're both they're both very muscular and uh, they run hard. Uh, it's hard no matter who you play, no matter when you play them. If somebody can run hard and they continually run hard, whether they're winning or losing in the third and fourth quarter, that's somebody that you never want to tackle. So. You know, it helped Kevin Harris last year that, uh, you know, people got out of his way because he's just he's just that dude. So Now, you like, as a tight end, you like to catch the ball and all that, but there's nothing like a good block, too, right? Oh, that breaks uh, off a big run? 100%. That's that's where you make your money. Um, you know, everybody can run routes and, you know, live live the dream life, but somebody's got to put their head hand in the dirt and they got to put their head on another head. So, uh, you know, I have just as much fun watching Kevin Harris run through my hole for 80 yards that I do uh, catching a big-time play. So whatever happens, happens, but I- I'm going to be prepared for either. Now, your profile says you're a criminal justice major. I am, yes, sir. Oh my goodness, that's a lot of reading and writing. Yeah, for the most part. Um, <laughs> I would love to be, you know, play as long as possible, and if, if that gets me, you know, enough time and money and all this and whatever the case may be, then I'll just retire, but... If not, I would love to be a college coach or, you know, FBI agent, Secret Service, you, you name it. Uh. <laughs> Those are two very different things. Oh, 100%. There. But it's, you know, you got you to keep your doors open. You never, you or never an know. FBI agent, you <laughs> know. You never know what opportunities out there. So, uh, you know, that would be pretty cool. What well, if you got hired by the FBI and they let you go undercover as a football coach? I think that would be genius. That would be pretty genius. That's more of like a, a movie, like, you know, a knockoff of like a blindside type deal. But yeah. You know that that'd be that'd be very cool. A football movie of that. I mean, the Nick you got Muse, yourself you got yourself an idea right the there. The Nick Muse story. I'm gonna start writing the the screenplay right there. When you're not on the football field, what are you doing? Uh, playing video games, hanging out with friends. Uh, what kind of video games? You name it. Uh, Fortnite, Call of Duty, Apex. Uh, 
did, Valorant. Did like, you get the LeBron skin in Fortnite? I did not. No. Uh, I have one skin because my other account got a, I don't know if it was banned or suspended or whatever. <laughs> Who knows? But uh, my brother bought me the other skin, so it's like, you know, I have one skin, so I'm going to rock it because he bought it for me. So, Are you a TV guy, Netflix? No, I don't. I mean, I watch Netflix, but I don't watch TV. I'm more of a music type of guy. Like what kind of music are you into? Oh, you know, man, you name it. Um, Imagine Dragons? No. My, I do like, I mean, I listen to like uh, the old, the oldies. I listen to the good Oldies? Like, like what? Like Motown? I mean, like, no, like ACDC okay. and Journey and. Classic rock. Yeah. All those that my dad, you know, brought me up on and. Uh, What's his name? Kid Rock. Yeah. Okay. People, you get, you get <laughs> the like classics. He's like not Kid old. Rock. He's not old. But you know, and you got that. And then Little you know, cowboy. If, if I'm feeling down, you know, thinking about a female, whatever the case may be, I listen to the weekends. So, okay. All right. You know, Drake, Kevin Gates, all of them, all of them have great songs. So it's, you know, this this world has tremendous music and uh, unlimited music as well. So. How are you? Do you have a girlfriend right now? Oh no, I, I try. Oh, I try to stay you. single. Okay. Um, I think I think I can't get a girlfriend because I like females too much. So okay, you know, instead of treating one not not the proper way, I just decide to stay available so I don't uh, fall into you know those type of problems. There you so. go. There you and go. And pl- plus, it's my last year of college football, I'm trying to make a little extra cash for my buck, and then you know then I have to be shooing off the females. So I saw happens. you, our buddy Chris Marler over at Saturday Down South. I saw you. You did a video for them for the College Football Uncensored oh, podcast. Oh yeah, he uh, he paid me sixty nine bucks to say. Uh, <laughs> Hey, if you want to go watch the podcast, go watch it. But if not, you know, you don't have to. So, no, nah, but he's a, he's a great guy. And uh, Saturday Down South, they, they've done nothing but treat me with respect and stuff. So, yeah. he's a good dude. So, we'll, we'll see what we have in store with that. But, you know, it's just some side side deal, NIL stuff. Yeah. So, we'll see. You got any other deals you're working on? Uh, Yes, but I'll tell you when we're not off the radio. Okay. Just so. Okay. Well, i tell you this. If anything you want to pump, Pimp and plug, you know, feel free. You can jump on here anytime and promote uh, any of your, your brands that you got going out there. But, Nick, we're looking forward to a, a fun season, man. Excited to see what the Gamecocks will do this year with Shane Beamer. I know uh, so many South Carolina alums are excited to see what he can do. And uh, best of luck this season, man. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. All right. There he is, Nick Muse from South Carolina. Hey, reminder, listen to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey featuring analysis from the GOAT of NBA Mock Drafts, Chad Ford, and Odyssey NBA experts Brian Scalabrini and former GM Ryan McDonough. Our Locked On NBA local experts will make selections and trades for your favorite basketball teams throughout this week-long event. Search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Odyssey is your home for sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Coming to you from SEC Media Days, and a pleasure to be sitting down with a Florida Gator and Ventrell Miller, linebacker for the Florida Gators, sitting down with us. What's going on, man? How are you? Not much. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty. I'm feeling pretty good, man, just to be here, just to be blessed with this opportunity. I know uh, you're excited to, to get back to, it's the word everybody keeps using this week, a little bit back to normal and uh-huh. uh, kind of get back, getting back to it. Right. Um, last season, you guys had some really, really great performances, came up just a little bit short of your ultimate goal, but what was your uh, takeaways from last season? Uh. Just I just it's just room for me, for improvement. Uh, see the, seeing the things that you need to improve on and going out there and trying to correct that this year and with spring having a spring and, and we getting valuable reps and stuff like that. Just trying to go out there and execute the best way possible. You guys bring back a couple of big pieces yourself and of course your teammate Zach Carter, who's uh, here with you at SEC Media Days. Um, 
seems like a stage is set for you guys to have monster seasons, both of you. Mm-hmm. You, what, what you. What the question was? I was just saying, it seems like you guys are both set up. I mean, bringing back so oh, yeah. much so much veteran leadership. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, trying to bring it back, man. I, I'm, I'm expecting it a lot this year, so I'm glad my boy Big Zach decided to stay with me. And we just we just uh, ready to have a good season this year. You kind of got hot towards the end of last year. A couple sacks, a sack against Tennessee, a sack mm-hmm. against LSU. Did you feel like you had a little momentum building there? Yeah, definitely, definitely, man. I'm always trying to get a sack, man. If you, if you can send me on a blitz, I'm trying to get a sack. So definitely felt good. There were some questions about, you know, this offseason, what's going to happen. Obviously great to, that Coach Grantham is, is still around and carrying some momentum. Uh, what do you like most about playing for Coach Grantham? Just I, I enjoy the scheme. Um, just being able to play fast, physical and aggressive, uh, blitzing and, and keep staying on the quarterback. So I enjoy the scheme. What uh, what about Emory Jones taking over at quarterback? Obviously, you guys have the luxury. Kyle Trask, we saw him move on to the next level. He gets drafted, and he'll be a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. But mm-hmm. Emory finally gets his chance. We've seen him in spurts. Mm-hmm. How do you think Emory's going to look as a full-time starter now? I think he's going to look pretty good. Uh, he got he has high expectations, so I I, I think he uh, will exceed those. And like Emory Jones, he could beat you on your feet, or he could beat you in the air. So it's the door, it's the door threat for me. Give us a name. You know, obviously, in, in spring, you guys uh, went through spring ball already. You lost so many guys, like, you know, obviously, Kadarius Tony, Kyle Pitts, all these great offensive weapons. Who's a name maybe we're not talking about on offense that you think uh, people really need to keep an eye on? I mean, we got, I, like I said, it's the, it's the next man up mentality. So it's a lot of those guys, receivers, uh, Copeland, uh, Xavier Henderson, Kamori Gamble, Keon Zipper, all those different types of guys that's, that's, being able to step up this year after uh, those people left. It's funny. You mentioned Gamble and, and Zipper, and those guys both stepped up in opportunities when, when Pitts was, was down last year. Mm-hmm. Um, probably not fun to go up against those guys in coverage, right? Yeah, but I, I always <laughs> love me, so <laughs> whoever it is. What do you like most about playing linebacker in the SEC? Is it just knowing you're going to be facing a tough offensive line, a tough running back, all that kind of stuff? Yeah, just like you said, just going out, knowing that I'm going to be able to compete with the best and, and showcase my talent in front of the best. What do you make of this uh, up front? Because when I look and I see Antonio Shelton, I see Zach Carter, and I see Jeremiah Moon and, and all these pieces – Man, this this looks like this could be one of the best defensive fronts in the SEC. Yeah, definitely sound good. Those names sound good out there. They're they keeping the pressure off me, so I, I definitely love them boys and, and appreciate the work they do down there in those trenches. And It's going to be good. It's going to be good. I'm, I'm excited to see how those boys play this year. Of course, a little help behind you as well, Kyrie Elam, a guy who's on uh-huh. a lot of people's boards, big, big expectations for him, but mm-hmm. always good to have a secondary you can rely on behind you, right? Right, definitely. Uh, those guys have been coming along out. I'm enjoying how those guys have just been building, uh, just getting along and creating that relationship and working working together and continue to build together. So those guys should, uh, will definitely come out and have a great season this year as well. How much are you looking forward to getting back in front of a, a sold-out crowd at the Swamp and full stadium again? Man, I just seen a picture, man, and, and it looked crazy, man. But I'm definitely excited to be back in front of the Swamp. 90,000, man, that just get electric. It just... It just, it's too fun to play out there in front of the 90,000, man. Can't you, wait. You guys get, man, an early season test with Alabama coming to your house week three. Can't look too far ahead. Obviously, you got FA, uh, FAU, and then you all go on the road at South Florida. But a couple of nice games to really establish yourself, take care of business, mm-hmm. and then got to get up for a big early season SEC matchup. Yeah, definitely. All I really got to say is I, we'll see you in the swamp, man. We'll see you in the swamp. <laughs> 
uh, road trips this year? You guys go to Kentucky, to LSU, to South Carolina, to Missouri. Do you have a favorite road venue so far you've played at in the SEC? Uh, I'll say LSU. LSU, Death Valley is a good one. A good one. Gets pretty loud. Yeah, it gets right? pretty loud. And uh, definitely a hostile environment. So definitely looking forward to playing in those big, those big games. What are you most looking forward to this season? Is it just that getting back to normal and not having to, you know, all the constant just COVID stuff and staying away and playing on only an SEC schedule? Is it just getting back to that normalcy? Yeah, definitely. Uh, being back to being normal, you can say. Uh, the crowd, everything, not that much testing and stuff like that. Just coming out and really showing people what this defense is made of and, and Florida as a program. In your downtime, what is Ventrell Miller doing when he's not on the football field? What are you doing? Man, I like to play the game. Call of Duty, uh, you can get me out there, go fishing, all those different type of things. Sleeping as well. So, <laughs> You play any sports games? Uh, I play Madden a little bit, but I really play Call of Duty for real. Oh, okay, so yeah. you're all Call of Duty. Yeah, I'm a duty man. What about, are you Netflix, Hulu type guy? Oh, yeah, I'm going to be on Netflix or Hulu. I enjoy Hulu more, though. What's Hulu. the last thing you watch that you like? Uh, it's called Kitchen Nightmares, I think. Yeah, Kitchen <laughs> Nightmares. Yeah, I'll be just watching that before I go to sleep. So, What is that? What is that? It's just... Uh, Chef uh, Ramsley, you know who that is? Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hell Kitchen, he, he basically goes in and, and checks out, like, restaurants that's been doing bad and, and helps them out. So, Man, yeah, I'm going to have to put that on my watch list. Yeah, yeah, check it out. Kitchen check Nightmares? Out. Yeah, Kitchen Nightmares. All right, cool. Last thing for you. Give me a uh, – what do you like most, most about Coach Mullen? I know uh, he's a fan favorite. I know a lot of uh, – all the Gators love playing for him. But what do you personally like most about Coach Mullen? Just the uh, the winning mentality. He wants to come out and, and win every time, and so do I. So I like the, the culture that he has built uh, at, at the University of Florida and just the mentality he has. He just loves to win, so just infectious. So And his like shoe that. game is strong, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. He always going to have the exclusive ones on. So. Metro Miller, linebacker, Florida Gators. Thanks so much for the time. I really yep. appreciate it. No problem. Thanks for having me. All right, that is just about going to do it here for us from day one from SEC Media Days. My thanks to all of our guests. And we'll be rocking and rolling as we continue on the next couple of days from Hoover here on Locked on SEC, bringing you all the latest news and everything else that's happening here. going to be fun. We'll have you covered. Locked on SEC. Subscribe wherever you find your podcasts. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow.